0: Greetings. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of the Legacy Drawing Board, the podcast journey and experience that wants you to build a stronger, more meaningful legacy by embracing good design principles. I'm your host, Ron Fong. There are three objectives to this podcast, and they all involve you, the listener. The first is the vision. To have you see yourselves and your world, your worlds through the lens of legacy design and building. The second, the mission to introduce you into the world of design and have you emerge as storytellers. And finally, the all-important purpose. There's a perpetual need for leadership that calls us to edify others through building enduring relationships. For those of you who have been listening, I thank you for your support. And I would welcome your updates as to how you're discovering your purpose, how you're clarifying your vision, and how you're making a stronger commitment to your mission. In a previous episode, I talked about the value, the importance of volunteering as part of your legacy. Today's episode, I'm going to be more focused in terms of volunteering and talk specifically about volunteering with children, and in my case, uh, working with youth sports, Little League. I coached Little League for, I think, five, six, seven years. I I can't remember exactly, but it involved all three of my sons and it was a great time. And I thank all of you who have taken time to coach youth sports uh, or participate in terms of supporting youth sports or any activity involving youth. It can be with sports, it could be with academics, it could be with the arts. Uh, By doing that, you have made a a statement about your legacy, about what is important to you when you have free time. I remember all the Little League end of year parties. They were a a a great time. It was a time for us to reflect on where we began and how we progressed as a team. And at times it felt like a family. I kept all the plaques, all the gifts, and many of them still hang on my office wall. And every time I look at it, it brings back many fond memories. I remember the times when the parents were kind enough to express their gratitude, uh, especially the single moms. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And what are we talking about here in terms of volunteering for youth as it relates to your legacy? One of the 10 principles of good design that Dieter Rams talks about is that good design is long-lasting and it is always heartwarming when i am in some out and out and about running an errand or whatnot and i hear coach and i instinctively i turn around after decades i still could turn around when someone says coach now the voice that i hear has grown has matured has deepened and the individual has matured has developed from a a boy into a man. So it may take me a little while to recognize who the individual is that says it. But usually there's a a big smile on their face because they caught me by surprise. And they are kind enough most times to identify as who they were or who they are and talked about the teams and the fondness of the memories. And it's amazing how one word how it just unleashes these floods of memory, Coach. It's a it's a single word. It's a it's a title. I uh, it's a title, and yet what I get out of it it conveys so much uh, warmth. And it when you think about this, as I think about it, what it means to my legacy is that my efforts somehow made an impact. And I wasn't really thinking about that, too, at the time when I was coaching. I think most of us are involved in youth activities. We we might think about it a little, perhaps, about what this will mean for the individual's growth down the road. But we really are thinking the day-to-day things. There's so many things to be doing to try to keep uh, the team on schedule to prepare for the next activity and again to teach, which is a, which is a wonderful way of interacting with anyone, uh, especially children. But to hear the coach and that somehow that your, your efforts, your, your time, it meant something to this individual and has carried them through, is carrying them through decades and for them to take the time and initiative To acknowledge you in a manner, in a fashion. Think about that as your legacy. And it's really challenging in our day and age because everything moves lightning fast or we would like it to, or we would like to have instant turnaround in terms of our efforts. We are a outcomes-based society, we're driven by results, and many times is that there's very little patience from the time you do something to the outcome. Interacting with children it works on an entirely t- different time scale, and the focus is, yes, you would like to have outcomes, but the focus is a little bit more about just planting seeds, As you plant seeds, you're not sure which ones will bloom and which ones will remain dormant. But it's important that you, in your quest to build a legacy, it's important that you keep the long-term vision. And that's why it's important to have a vision and to understand the commitment to that vision because it's going to take time. And you have to stay with something, things that are worthwhile. You have to stay with it because they will reveal themselves in its own own course. And as much as we would like to think we have control about things, many times we don't. But what do we have control about? We have control in which we have opportunities to interact with people, to give them our best, and to recognize that we are to edify them, to elevate them. And that can come in so many forms, even in teaching a child how to throw a ball properly or how to bunt. When we plant seeds, we that in itself, taking the initiative to plant seeds, that is the bulk of the work right there. The outcomes you may never have any control of. Obviously, you have certain desired or intended outcomes, but the point is that you are willing To give the seed of time, the seed of compassion, the seed of caring. You're willing to invest that in someone. You're willing to plant that. And you water it with more time. This is one of those things where it's really a a work of faith. What is your faith in terms of life? What is your faith in terms of your legacy? And you may never, ever know what the outcomes are. Uh, you may never see the individuals that you interact with. It may be just that very brief, uh, brief season, maybe one season uh, for an individual. You may never see that child again. And that happens. That's probably more the rule than the exception. However, the reward or the wonderful outcome is that when that individual now who's an adult is willing to take the time to acknowledge your efforts and to say to you in a small manner, thank you for taking the time to make a difference in my life. We tend to think of legacy building as majestic, epic, uh, on a grand scale. And that's not to say that it can't be or you won't be. We, we we really don't never we never know. But the point is is that we if that's all we're aiming for. You we will come short more times than not, and you might get frustrated, or you might real, or you might ask yourself, why should I put in this time and effort when there is no payoff, there is no outcome that matches my expectations. Legacy. Building is that you do plant seeds and you do your best, but that's a wonderful legacy of itself. And I, I admire uh, the people uh, who do this. Uh, I remember, I, I re- admire and respect all the volunteers for our Little League organization. I'm uh, grateful for all the parents who are willing to put in their time in order that our community, including my children, had a very good childhood experience that we came together and we focused on the children because we knew it was important for the children to have some physical activity, to bond, to come together, to learn how to play the game, learn uh, good sportsmanship. Those are wonderful, wonderful qualities. And many times is that, you know, we look at life in terms of scale. Uh, The big things, yes, they're important. But I don't think there are any little things in life. It may not garner much attention. It may not garner headlines. It may not lead to wealth, fame, whatnot. But that says something about your legacy. And that's why it's important to have a vision and to have a clarity of vision what's important to you is it status or is it making an impact on other people and in terms of the mission is that how committed are you when things aren't going as well as you would like or it seems that you're stalled in something are you do you have faith in what you, what you believe in do you have the drive, the purpose that's saying, yes, this is for the long term. I might not be seeing results right now, but I know it's the right thing to do. Going back to the purpose of the podcast, there's there's a need for leadership in all aspects of life. We see that every day. And there's a call, there is a definite call for leadership. In your plans for your legacy, are you tuning into those calls? Are you tuning into those calls from your family, from your workplace, from your house of worship, from your local community uh, organization, volunteer organization? Because once you tune your ears to it, you'll you'll definitely realize how much there is a need for leadership. And I had a recent uh, presentation in which I defined leadership as a relationship that edifies others—the edification, the raising, the encouraging of others through an enduring relationship. Leadership is a relationship, and when we coach youth sports, it is a relationship. It may be brief or may be just for the season, and you never know. And whether you'll see that individual again. And it's always, a, again, a, a blessing when you're able to see players come back and play for you again, or maybe even multiple years. It's a wonderful thing. As you take stock of your legacy building and you start being more uh, aware, and more intentional in terms of design, Are you looking at things through lenses of what you want or what other people need? It's a tough thing because human nature is that we do have desires and, you know, the the battle against our flesh. But here is that when you see children, children in need, and you answer a call because the children need leadership. Children need guidance. Children need so much. And at times, perhaps their parents aren't available to provide that. And going back to what I said earlier about the gratitudes, especially the single moms, it was a tough situation for the players because they knew at a time which they wanted to fit in as a team. And you could see the disappointment when the other uh, players, uh, their their parents or their fathers would come pick them up or come talk to them about hashing out whether it was a practice or after a game and all that. Especially if the player had a really good game and the father was there to to share to share in the joy. And the player always knew that their dad, perhaps you know for whatever reasons, was not going to be available to pick them up or to be there share in terms of his triumphs. And I was, uh, I, was aware, I was I was keenly aware of that that when I saw this individual player this individual child, it was about it was about it was about baseball to a certain extent little league uh, baseball. It was about to a certain extent because she wanted that child, but she knew that at that age group, part of the part of the peer acceptance would be how good they are. We you know we we gravitate towards winners, and especially at a young age. You get the accolades uh, in terms of that. The child, you know, has a very limited understanding of the way the world works and understands that when I, you know, pitch well, when I field well, when I hit well, boy, you know, the cheers come up and there's a lot of back slapping, a lot of attaboys. It was important for those players to develop the skills. That way they can have a degree of acceptance among the peers. But also for the development is to keep tabs on those development and walk through the player from uh, practice to practice, from beginning of the season to end of season, and let them know that they were making pro- progress, that they were improving, that they were successful in terms of setting a goal in their minds and being able to achieve. That was the important thing about it and using the vehicle of teaching baseball. And for them to be able to bond with their mom, who was working and had to, you know, some oftentimes play a part, it had to be mom and dad, which is very difficult, very challenging. And for mom to want her her son to partake because she need, she knew she needed uh, that development. She needed uh, the male role models for that. She knew that was lacking and she was making the sacrifices for her child to have that. Those were the moments that I remember that when you had the player whose dad was not present, when he did well, he had acceptance from his peers and he no longer felt as if he was different. It's a, It's a tough thing, but that was, That was, and and, and I, at times, it took me a little while to appreciate that. So many times is that your vision clarifies through time and through more experience. What are you doing for your legacy building in terms of planting seeds? And how are you watering those seeds? It's, we are all busy. I could appreciate that. But it's amazing the how the use of your time when you volunteer, when you help others, especially children, how that rewards you as well, that it's a two-way street to 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 go back. So do you see yourselves in your world through the lens of design, legacy design and buildings? So do you see your world saying, what are the needs out there, what are the calls for leadership? How can I answer them, especially for children? And is my vision clarifying? Is my vision clarifying as I reach out, as I engage more? And with my experiences, does my vision become clearer? And now that I'm done coaching baseball, I do hope I'd have an opportunity to do so with my grandson. It'll take on a, a different uh, perspective. But the thing is now I understand... That, yes, just to spend time with my grandson would be, uh, again, a worthwhile uh, an, an use of my time. But to use the vehicle of baseball in terms of teaching. And again, for my well, so what messages do I want to impart uh, to my grandson that I can impart through as, as we you know, work that in, as we are playing catch, as we're taking batting practice? And for you, again you are the priority of this podcast, audience first. To have you emerge, to introduce you to the world of design and have you emerge as a storyteller. Wonderful, wonderful stories. You know, just I think back on this of uh, players perhaps having a big moment, getting a big hit, doing, uh, striking out the opponent on a key play. Or just the silliness, the the goofy plays, the the hijinks that we had in terms of uh, practice. By by coaching, it, or by part by coaching baseball and for any participation in youth activities, you're gonna have stories, and they're gonna be one vehicles for conveying messages, which is what a legacy is all about: conveying messages about making your presence felt, not being intrusive, but having your presence felt that when you are interacting with people, you're providing them something that's substantial. You're providing them something of value that they can take and use from their own. And stories are just absolutely the best ways of of conveying things. We love great stories. That's why we go see movies. That's why we read books, whatnot. So as you emerge as a storyteller by participating and helping out the youth, you're going to you're going to have this great collection of stories. You could have things where when you interact with, with, with children, they'll do the childlike, not the childish, but the childlike things that brings an instant smile to people and people will resonate with it. Something that's universal, they'll gravitate towards. And that you are telling a story because you're a participant. You're not merely an observer, but you're a participant in the story. That's a, you know, a, a great mission. And again, going back to purpose is that it's about leadership and edifying others. Again, for those of you who have given of yourself in terms of helping out uh, the youth, whether it's sports, academics, the arts, or anything else, thank you for doing that. And you are building a legacy. So, you know, in of itself, right there, you are building your legacy. And you may not have given it the conscious thought or perhaps breaking it down the way I broke it down. But start thinking about this in terms of design. Start thinking about it in terms of vision, mission, and purpose. And you'll start to appreciate uh, when someone else has done something for you. But you'll appreciate that as you take that next step, the next encounter. You'll be doing it better. Because you'll have a deeper understanding of what it means for the child. And you're planting seeds. Now is that it's not just doing something for the here and now. It's not just doing something uh, within this defined space. It's doing something with an eye towards the future. And you could have, you 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 may not be able to define the exact outcome. But you can set up guideposts as to have how that encounter will help that, that individual take the next step in terms of becoming an adult. This is a wonderful foundation for your legacy. It will speak about your message. People will remember you. Uh, and it's not about doing it for the sake of remembering. But the fact is that when they do remember you, it means that you made an impact. And maybe you'll never, never, you know, maybe, maybe no player will ever, or no child will ever come up to you and say, hey, thank you for taking the time to spend with me, you know, it was 20, 30 years ago. But I, I believe that m- most people will. They will. And and, and I I don't think I'm anything I don't think I'm the exception to a rule I think I am the rule that I get these wonderful uh, encounters with with former players and they still greet me with coach it's it's so endearing to hear that coach it brings back a flood of memories and by saying coach that individual whom I knew I knew in the beginning as a as a youth And now as an adult, a full-grown man, that person is saying to me, we still have a relationship. You're my coach. I'll remember you as a coach, or I remember the lessons that you taught me, coach. Those things is that your, your legacy is a series of relationships. And when you put in the time to think of others first, You're building strong relationships. You're building strong bonds. I encourage you, for those of you who have not volunteered, and I know you might be busy with your own kids, but incorporate that. Share what you have with your children, with others, especially those who may not have parents in the picture. And understand that by planting the seed, that's the important part of your legacy, how the seeds germinate, how they sprout, what fruits they yield, you won't have, you may not have much control over that. And that's okay because we see the effort. And that's also, you know, the fact is that with your long suffering, your patience, the fact that you keep going at it, that you're persistent despite, you know, things that may not be outwardly uh, tangible evidence that it's making a difference, but it is. Be encouraged to that. Think about that your legacy. If someone were to look at it from the outside or look for a distance and they see, wow, that individual was willing to, first of all, whatever free time that individual had, was willing to spend it on a child. Step one. Two, that individual was patient with the child and help them understand, and help them grow into an adult. And the person, and you never asked for anything in return, because that's not why we do things. You didn't ask for anything in return, but the joy you felt when the child says thank you, or even a scribbled card or whatever, a memento, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the, the, I don't want to call them trinkets because there's so much more than that but those things those uh uh expressions of gratitude uh I, I still keep uh they may be tattered they may be fading and all those things but I still will keep them because it was it was a relationship it was a great relationship and it it's a it's a it gives me a, a, a way of marking my life that it was time well spent and time is a very precious commodity. I hope you are realizing that your legacy is that you're building it right here, right now. It's not something that you're going to look back at at the end of your life or a retirement party or anything like that and then take stock of your legacy. Take stock of your legacy right now at this very moment. Ask yourself, what is my vision? Can I articulate my vision? Can I share my vision with others? Can I convey my mission? Can I share my mission with others? And finally, the purpose. Do I have a purpose? Is there clarity in my purpose? That way I can focus on achieve or, 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 or pursuing it. Your legacy matters because your legacy is going to include so many others. That's why it matters because other people, I won't say necessarily are counting on you, but they benefit from from you when you give your legacy the forethought, the attention. They all benefit. So that's why it's important for us to start thinking about our legacy, thinking about in terms of design and not just planning or checking a list or haphazard or just doing things for the sake of doing things but give it the time and attention it deserves. Again, for those of you who have been kind enough to to have been listening uh, to this podcast for you know for more than one episode, I, I, I thank you and I am always interested in hearing from you, hearing how you're building your legacy, uh, please share that with me. My email, the address is rfong at truenorthshepherding.com. I, w- I would love to hear how people are building their legacies, how they are impacting others, and how they are getting a sense of, of you know the growth from this. And for them to understand that this is something that they are building every day and they're building a stronger one each day as opposed to coming to certain milestones, certain points in your life when you're wondering, how did I get here? That's, that's something that, you know, I, I don't want you getting to a point where you're confused or you're frustrated or there's regrets uh, with that. I want you to realize your, your potential. I want you to have that positive impact on others. And if you're interested in exploring on how to build your legacy through design, then I invite you to visit my website, that's truenorthshepherding.com, and sign up for a complimentary session on how we can work together. And by working together, we can talk about or work with your personal life, your your career, and how to tie that in so that there's harmony in terms of all aspects of your life. My next episode I'll be talking about a friend who unfortunately just passed a couple of weeks ago and reflect upon his legacy and that, you know, we, we do think about legacies a great deal when we, when someone comes to the end of their life. And for this individual that uh, was a small business owner, uh, a, fa- a husband, a father, and really, talk about how his day-to-day life in terms of at least the, what aspect or the uh, the dimension I knew him in or the space I knew him in uh, as a customer of a small business, how I saw that he was much more than just uh, carrying out transa- transactions. He was impacting his community. So I'll talk about that at the next episode. Until then, please give your legacy the time and intention it deserves because when you do, we all benefit.